This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation. Welcome to Three to One Connection. We are here for the golf tournament at the Country Club, and I'll be interviewing Cam Wynn for the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Luke. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So, how did you get involved with the Great Lakes Bay Invitational? Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm from this area, right? Growing up in Midland, familiar here. Okay. Uh, went to Midland High, went to college down in Ann Arbor, and then came back. I wanted to work in sport, in the sport industry, and this was a perfect opportunity with the, the, the tournament starting in 2019. So, really happy to be part of it and be on this team. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. So, what is the difference between a professional golfer and a amateur? Absolutely. So, a professional has their tour card. Okay. Right? So, they go... They qualify, they've played tournaments, um, they're considered a pro based on points and how they do in other professional tournaments. Wow. Um, and then amateurs are ones that are trying to turn pro, right? Okay. So they're playing in other smaller tournaments trying to make it up to the big leagues. Um, so I, w I would consider myself an amateur trying to be a pro. Um, and today we have uh, professionals playing at the LPGA. I'm excited to watch some golf. Yeah, it'll be awesome. So. What is the LPGA? Yeah, so the LPGA is uh, the women's side of the pro professional golf, right? So you have the PGA, which is the men's side, and then LPGA, which is the women's. I'm, uh, most times you see the men playing on tour, um, but we're really excited to showcase the ladies as they are exceptional golfers and some of the best athletes in the world. Um, so we're really excited to welcome to this region and really highlight them. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations to them. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Yeah. Does the tournament have any big sponsors? We have a lot of great sponsors. Uh, TaylorMade being first and foremost here, uh, sponsoring the three-hole challenge today. But then we, we try to focus on community as well, right? We've, it's really close to 50-50 uh, based on sponsorship level, where we have a lot of national sponsors, but then we really focus on being local as well, wow. right? This tournament's all about being local, providing opportunity for the community to really kind of step up and showcase their, their awesome opportunities. Uh, so a really mix of both, and I think that's why it makes us a great tournament. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for being here. What is the Team Up program all about? Yeah, the Team Up program. So again, kind of going off based on community. Um, that's where we really team up with uh, 36 local charities and nonprofits. Right, so you look at this region, you have Saginaw, Mount Pleasant, Bay City, and of course Midland here. Um, and we select six from each of those regions 
um, nonprofits. It's on an application basis, and there's a board that decides on those applications, and then there is a pool of eight that are decided from anywhere. So it comes out to a total of 36. Those 36 charities get then matched up with players. So they get to come out, create signs, cheer on those players, um, and really they get more funds from the tournament based on how their athletes perform. So if you see people walking around with big signs cheering athletes on today, most likely that's a team up charity. So we're really excited to provide the opportunity to the charity um, and uh, have them uh, supported by the LPGA golfers. Wow, that's really exciting. Yeah, it's yes. really cool. So tell us more about the free hole challenge. Yeah, this is, is my favorite event, right? Yes. Uh, so we have uh, now 13 athletes coming out and playing this morning. The course is in great, great shape. Um, we have huge crowds that will be out here. We're playing 16, 17, and 18. We have uh, Suzanne Patterson, LPGA player, that's going to be out here too. And uh, just trying to provide an opportunity for athletes to come out and play the course. So we're really excited to host them and have a great time here with TaylorMade. Awesome. Well, let's learn more about the Great Lakes Bay Invitational. Yeah, if you want to learn more about the Invitational, just go to our website, www.dowglbi.com. There's a lot of information if you want to volunteer, if you want to know more about our sustainability initiatives. Um, we got everything on there. And then I know you have social media, right? Instagram and the Facebook, things like that. If you want to follow us at DowGLBI, that would be awesome too. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank Connection. you for having me. We're going to have a great morning. You're so welcome. That was Ken Wynn from the Great Lakes Bay Invitational. I'm your host, Luke Jumway, the Tour Connection, signing off. Hi, welcome back to the Free Tour Connection. We are here to watch golf tournament today, and we're so excited for it. But we have a special guest. We have Todd Beats talking about the Taylor Mate Golf. So, welcome to the show. Nice to meet you, Luke. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah. So, how did you get involved with Taylor Mate Golf? That's a good question. I graduated from college in San Diego, and I my degree was in mechanical engineering. Okay. And so my first job was actually working on aerospace, like airplanes and missiles. Okay. And then I found out that San Diego is the mecca for golf companies. Wow. And so I thought, boy, that would be much more interesting to work on than missiles. So I applied for a job in the paper and uh, met and had an interview and I got a job in the golf industry and now I've been there for 28 years. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It's been That's fun. So how did Taylor Made become a sponsor for this tournament? Yeah, so we've been working with Dow for decades because they supply our materials for our golf ball. Okay. And we have a very um, advanced golf ball that has five layers that's played by the best players in the world. Okay. So Rory McIlroy, number one golfer in the world, Scotty Sheff, you know, those types of golfers. Wow. Right? Yes. So um, we've worked with them and they continue to develop new materials for us. And we meet with them either in San Diego or we fly out here to um, either down to Houston at their factory or out here to Midland. So. It's kind of nice that we can come out and meet with them, but then we wanted to get more involved with this tournament, and we were looking for an opportunity to help sponsor something. We thought this uh, Special Olympics three-hole challenge would be a perfect opportunity to uh, collaborate. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Are you excited for the three-hole challenge? Yes, I'm very excited. I was here last year, and it's just exciting for me 
like I said, we have team tailor-made. We have lots of top athletes, and I feel like these players are team tailor-made for today. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so how does tailor-made help golfers prepare for the tournament? Yeah, that's a good question. We do a lot of work. We, we have a, a van, a big tour van. It's a double-decker van that goes to every PGA tournament. Wow. And we park it there. It gets there Monday morning when the players show up. And then them and their caddies, they can come into the van and we can build whatever club they want. And we can bend it, modify it. And then they take it out on the driving range and they practice. And they like, oh, it's going a little bit too high or too low. So we can modify it right there on the spot so that they're all tuned up before the tournament starts on Thursday. And then on Wednesday afternoon, that, that van gets on the road and drives to the next event. and waits there and then is there every Monday morning. So pretty much every week we're out there wow. helping those tour players tune up their equipment. So that they're doing a really good job. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very helpful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have any new products that you're excited about? Yeah, we're, we're very excited. Uh, we're always coming out with new products. And this year we came out with our second generation of a brand new driver technology okay. that we call Stealth. And it's a carbon composite face. And it's a red colored face that has much lighter type material that allows us to kind of free up that weight and place it lower in the driver to get better launch properties. So it's, we've been working on, we worked on it for 20 years. Wow. So I've been there 28 years. 20 of those years I was working on this technology before we finally brought it to market last year. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for joining the Joint Connection. Thanks. I so appreciate it. That was Todd Beach from the Taylor McGough. I am from the Joint Connection. I'm your host, Jeremy, signing off. Welcome back to Facebook Connection. We're excited to watch golfers play for the tournament. We have a special guest. Her name is Avita Williams, a Dow Chief Inclusion Officer. You're welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Luke. It's so good to be here. You're so welcome. So what does the Chief Inclusion Officer do at Dow? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. I think I have the best job at Dow. Chief Inclusion Officer is really just a sexy term, okay. a really cute term for the work that we do to advance inclusion, diversity, and equity at Dow. That's a lot of words, but diversity is just about who we are. It's the makeup and mix of all the different people that work at Dow, all the backgrounds and experiences that we bring, and we believe it's that diversity that makes us unique. And then there's inclusion. It's literally about making sure that that diversity, those diverse people, uh, actually come to Dow uh, they feel like they belong, feel like they can contribute their best because when they can do that, they can bring all of their good ideas. Uh, we can innovate, do good things for our customers and make a difference. And then equity is my favorite. It literally is just about making this a fair workplace for everybody. Wow. It's an exciting job. Yeah. So why is Dallas sponsoring the GLBI? So this is really a great partnership that we have with the LPGA. For me, it's pretty simple. It's a great company like Dow partnering with a great organization like the LPGA, really able to do some great things for the amazing athletes that are out here, but also to bring greatness to the community that is the Great Lakes Bay region. So it's just an awesome opportunity all around. Wow, congratulations. Thank you so much. So, so what do you think about the three hole challenge? 
three-hole challenge, this is actually, there are a lot of great things about the GLBI tournament, but the three-hole challenge is one of my favorites. So I'm just excited to see really amazing athletes of all different kinds of abilities being able to do what they love, competitive sports. So it's going to be an exciting time. I'm great to be able to, I'm glad to be able to take a, a, a look at it. Oh, I'm excited to watch golfers today. Absolutely. Yeah. Such a great sport, huh? Yes, it is. <laughs> So what do you want people to know about the inclusion at Dow? That's a good question. You said, what, what do I want people to know about inclusion at Dow? It's pretty simple. Um, inclusion is not just what we do at Dow. Inclusion is who we are. So it's, it's just that simple. It's not just what we do. It is who we are. Uh, the more inclusive an environment, again, the more people feel like they belong, feel like they contribute their best. And that's really what it's all about. Wow. So what can we learn more about uh, Inclusion for Dell. Where can you learn more about inclusion? So you can always go to our web, web, website. External website is www.dow.com. If you just search inclusion, you'll be able to find more about our diversity, equity, and inclusion journey. Well, well thank you for joining. Thank you so much for having me. So that was Avita Williams for the Dow Chief Inclusion Officer. My name is your host, Luke Drumright. It's your connection. Sign off. Oh yes, I am. You excited? I love this event. Of course, very fast uh, greens. Hit a nice iron on the the last hole. This uh, was a eight eight or six iron. I put it in the put the the trap on this hole, but still got it. Was able to put it on the green. The Brilliant Challenge here the golf and then uh, they hit well and they follow the follow any hole the golf. I like putt and try travel. Yeah. Um, I love it. It's fun and I want to do it again next year. It's really exciting to watch the Special Olympians get to play on an LPGA course and, and watch them just be able to use their skills and um, be with other people and it's just a super exciting morning. I'm very thankful that they get to do it. I am so excited for the three hole challenge. I'm excited to watch the golfers hit the ball, see some amazing shots today and be able to cheer them on and have such a great time. Well, I got the chance to come and watch my son play today, and it's an awesome opportunity for him to be able to come out and golf at such a nice golf course and with other people that he's good friends with. And so it's very exciting for us as a parent to be able to watch that today. I'm glad to be here. Hi, welcome to Free to our Connection. We had a fun time watching golfers play today. But we have Robbie Wachowski from the Miller Special Olympics. So welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. So how did you get involved with Michigan Special Olympics? Well, I've worked for nonprofits for 25 years. Wow. And uh, about nine years ago, I had an opportunity to interview and uh, I got hired to work on the staff. And it's been one of the greatest choices I've ever made. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Hello. Um, what's your role at Special Olympics? So 
So I'm part of our fundraising and development team. Okay. I get to work with a lot of civic partners, so I get to, you know, be at great events like the Great Lakes Bay Invitational. Yes. And I work with a lot of our state sponsors, and then I just help the rest of our team at other fundraising events that we have. Wow. Sounds like a fun job. It is. Yeah. What does it mean for this athletes to be included in the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational? Oh gosh, it means everything. This gives us such an opportunity to showcase to the world, because the whole world is watching this event, uh, just how talented our athletes are. People are always wanting to know what's their disability. We want to show them their ability, and we get to uh, because of this three-hole challenge. Wow. What other sport on five, and what does that mean? Unified sports are where we have athletes with and without disabilities okay. partnering together. Okay. They train, they compete, but they're also in the schools. They're also doing anti-bullying campaigns. They have youth activation, activation committees. So they're taking leadership roles in their schools and their communities. Wow. And they're using sport as that catalyst to bring everybody together. Wow. So like really fun. It is. I yeah. wish it was my idea, but I'm glad we're doing it. Yes. <laughs> Who would people at Millen call if they wanted to be involved with Unified Sport or just volunteer with Special Olympics? So there's a, a variety of ways to get involved. We have volunteers, thousands of volunteers in every community. The easiest way is to go to our, our website. So Special Olympics Michigan is S-O-M-I. So it's SOMI.org. Okay. Pretty easy. Or they can call our office. Uh, you know, they can, if they know me, you know, they can talk to so many of our staff and we'll get them connected. It's pretty wow. easy. Yep. Tell us about the Unified Sports and Inclusion Center. So the Unified Sport and Inclusion Center was a Christian high school in Grand Rapids that was empty. They had built a new facility and they were selling it. We were not looking to buy a school but uh, it was a phenomenal opportunity, and our board of directors and the community came together and uh, helped us raise the funds. And we were able to not just purchase the school, but renovate it, and now we're partnering with other nonprofits, providing them opportunity to lease very affordable office space within the building, because we don't need the whole space. Uh, but we definitely appreciate the gymnasiums, the auditorium, and the sports fields outside. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, I'll learn more about Michigan Special Olympics. More about Michigan Special Olympics? We serve the entire state. Uh, we have over 23,000 athletes and wow. unified partners. And it's for children and adults age seven to any age. Uh, and um, it's for people with intellectual disabilities. Okay. Some of our athletes have physical disabilities, but that's not a, a prerequisite. Uh, intellectual disability of any kind when you see our athletes compete at an event, they will be all kinds of different levels of ability, but everybody gets the opportunity to show what they can do. Wow. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. And thank you for being on the show. Appreciate you having me. So that was Robbie Wachowski from the Special Olympics Michigan. I looked at my three to one connection. Your host, we had so much fun Watching golf. Thank you so much for including us with the connection and golfing. Thank you so much. This is the Drummer sign off. 
Okay, what are we gonna do in three, two, one? Welcome to Free to Long Connection. I'm here with Millicent Menzies talking about their hearing. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Liz. Nice to be here. Yeah, so welcome. So how did you get involved to become an audiologist? Good question. So when I was in college, I wasn't quite sure yet what I wanted to do, and I was able to go up to the hearing, hearing clinic at Central Michigan, okay. and I was able to see somebody get what they call a cochlear implant turned on for the first time. Wow. So yes, it was a young woman. There was not a dry eye in the room. Once the implant was activated and she could hear sounds in the room, I think everybody became very aware that just what a change this was going to be in her life. Um, and so right then and there I decided this is something I want to get involved with. So, wow. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Yeah. So what are the four steps of hearing? So there are four major parts of, a, of the ear. So okay. the outer ear um, is where the sound enters the ear canal and it actually creates some pressure change on, on your eardrum. And then the eardrum vibrates these three tiny little bones in your middle ear. That vibration of those little bones vibrates the inner ear called the cochlea. And then the sound goes up the nerve to your brain wow. where it interprets what you're hearing. So we have the outer ear, we have the middle ear with those three little bones, the inner ear called the cochlea, and then your brain is the fourth part of the system that kind of interprets what we're hearing. So it's an amazing little system that does a lot of work for us. Wow. I wish people knew that once you damage the little hairs in your inner ear, okay. um, you can't get those back. And the number one way people damage them is from noise exposure. Okay. So going to loud concerts or using a leaf blower or a chainsaw or shooting guns without hearing protection on to protect your hearing, then you can damage those, those little areas in your inner ear, and then once they're gone, you can't get them replaced, and that's how we then get hearing loss. Yeah, that's sad. So I wish people understood how important it is to wear earplugs or earmuffs when they're doing those really noisy things to protect their hearing. Um, it's just really important to do. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll you. So how can you test people's hearing? So the first thing we do is we um, collect a case history, just like when you go to see any doctor, we'll ask a lot of questions about family history of hearing loss and kind of the symptoms you're experiencing. Then we look in your ears to make sure there's not a lot of earwax or anything going on that's kind of blocking your ear canal. Um, and then we will put you in a booth that is very quiet and you'll have little earphones in your ears and you press a button for when you hear the beeps at a very, very soft level. Um, finally, we do testing where we have people repeat words back to us. And we even do that with some background noise. Like if you're in a sit, an example would be like sitting in a restaurant, we kind of um, 
make a test that's very similar to that so we can see how people do in background noise because that's a big complaint for people is I just don't hear well when I'm in a restaurant or places that are noisy. Wow. So we can test for that in our booth. So how does background noise work? So it really can interfere um, with the person you're trying to hear across the table or in a restaurant's kind of a good example. Okay. Um, and so that's people's number one complaint when they come in is, boy, I do fine in a, in a quiet room, but put me in someplace noisy like a restaurant and I am struggling. I'm having to put a lot of effort into figuring out what people are saying. Wow. So that's really where people are first coming in looking for some help. Yep. What are the signs of hearing loss? Um, patients will come in and they will explain to us that, boy, you know, everybody's asking me to turn that TV down. So it's, they like the TV louder than other people in the house do. Yeah. Um, also that complaint of, of background noise, having a hard time hearing in restaurants and in places like at a party with some background noise. Um, Ringing or what we call tinnitus or tinnitus in your ears is another sign that you might have some hearing loss and so um, people will also bring that issue up as well. Or they might say, boy, everybody is just mumbling. My hearing's fine, everybody else is mumbling. Um, and so that's another common thing we hear people say when they come in. Wow. Mm -hmm. What stays of hearing loss the earlier the better. So as soon as hearing loss is detected, it is important to treat your hearing loss. Um, more and more research is coming out all the time that there's really this correlation between untreated hearing loss and what we call like cognitive decline, where you just your brain doesn't function as well as it should. And so it's just really important to treat your hearing loss. We know sooner and sooner the better off you're gonna be. Wow. Yep, keep giving your brain the sound that it was designed to get. What age do you need hearing loss for? You know, it depends on the person. I mean, I've tested people that are in their 20s that already have quite, quite a bit of hearing loss from noise exposure. And so wow. there's, there's people of all age, kids, uh, you know, there's, many people that could benefit from hearing aids. Mm -hmm. Is it hard to get used to have a hearing aid? Um, I think what I have learned over the years of doing this is as long as people are motivated to give them a try and they see how this can be a solution, um, they do very well. I think at first, the hardest part to get used to is just getting used to putting them in your ears because it's something different that you're not quite used to. But normally when people come back and see me within two weeks, they're doing just fine. They've, they've learned how to get them in and out of their ear and their brain has started to acclimate to hearing sounds again. So they're just getting used to getting all those sounds back in their life that they haven't heard for a while. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, are there other models that are like the best hearing aids in England? So hearing aids have improved quite a bit over the years. Is that kind of what you're asking? Yes. Yes. So 
one of the great features now is that they automatically um, adjust. So hearing aids can tell if you're in a quiet room, if you get into the car, if you walk into a noisy restaurant. They are constantly self-adjusting and making ad adaptions based on what's going on in your environment. Um, they're Bluetooth compatible, so you can stream phone calls, you can stream podcasts and music up to your hearing aids. Um, and they are rechargeable. Most patients nowadays go with rechargeable hearing aids, which is nice because you no longer have to worry about changing batteries. Wow. Yep, so improvements all the time. So where can I learn more about parahearing? I really like a, um, of course, websites is kind of where everybody, go, where everybody goes these days. Um, hearingloss.org, which is the Hearing Loss Association of America, has a wealth of information. Um, and I, we just recently redid our website, berryhearing.com, also has is a great resource to start, and you kind of can learn on, on the steps of of where you're going to be at in your hearing journey and, and what to expect when you come into the office. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Luke. It was great to be here. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. So that was Melissa Menzies for Barry Hearing. My name is Luke Jemmer, the host of the Internet Connection, signing off. Thank you. This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation.